In today's episode, we're going to be covering the eighth golden value to live by, gentleness. It is going to be good. Welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This podcast is for the husbands and fathers who are not satisfied with the status quo. You see, to be exceptional means to be rare, better than average, or deviating from the norm. On this journey, we will look at practical strategies, tips, and even experiments to break out of the usual and surprise our spouses and at times even ourselves. You are listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Why settle for average when exceptional is an option? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. My name is Joe Sellers, and I'm your host. Thank you so much for tuning in here. And we have been going through a series of the nine golden values to live by. And just as kind of a really quick recap, if you've been following along the whole time, forgive me, but if you're brand new here to the podcast, then we go ahead and catch up a little bit. So if we're talking about values, basically values are the the things that we live by in our life. They're they're what the, the filters that we that we filter our decision-making processes through. They're kind of who we are, how we operate, how we function. And so anytime you do like a a growth seminar or or trying to do some personal development or personal improvement, one of the first things that they'll often do is take you through a, an exercise of determining what your values are. And they may have a list of over a hundred ones to kind of get your, your ideas going. And then they'll ask you to maybe do 20 or the top 10 maybe. And then they'll break it down to, or refine it from 10 maybe to five or three, your top three values that you live by. And so that, that often happens. And so I was thinking about this one day while I was walking and I thought about the fruit of the spirit and I thought, wow, now there are some great values to live by. And that comes from Galatians 5, 22 through 23, which says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. And so I, I thought of that and I thought, wow, I mean, that's that's like great values to live by. And then as, as I was walking, I thought, well, you know, you could actually break those down into three different parts. You could you could break those down into the first three that really deal with you and a relationship with God. The next set of three, which deal primarily with your relationship between you and others. And then the last three which we're in the middle of now, and that's how you, you really deal with yourself. They, it's more focused on you know how you, uh, your, your attitude and how you handle things. And so, so that's, that's kind of how this all came about. And it's a, it's a three by three by three matrix that, uh, that I plugged in these things to. And, and there'll be a, in the show notes, there'll be a, a link to where you can download the diagram where you can take a look at it. And after we finish going through all nine of these, then we are going to talk about how they, they more or less interact with each other and, and explain the three by three by three matrix a little more detail and how you can really apply that to your life. But as I said, today we're on the eighth one, which is gentleness. And so when we're talking about gentleness, we're, we're not talking about, you know, just taking it easy on somebody or, or something like that. But really the word, the, the Greek word here for gentleness, it's really talking about humility. And so it's, it's, it is gentleness, but by impl- uh, implication, it's humility or meekness and simply not thinking higher of yourself, not preoccupied with yourself. And so this particular Greek word uh, it, itself is used nine times in the New Testament, if you're looking at the New King James Version, for example. And but of course, when we hear humility, there are a few of the verses that come to mind. But just just a few of the verses where this exact same word is used again 
for example, is is just a few verses after the fruit of the Spirit. You have Galatians 6, 1, which is, says, Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourselves least you also be tempted. Okay? So that's that's one uh, of them. And so in, in another translation that, one of my favorite translations is New Living Translation. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens, and in this way obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. So I love that translation. Galatians, that's actually Galatians 6, 1 through 3. And so basically when we're talking about a, a value to live by and it being gentleness and it being specifically humility, think about, you know, how, how do you look at yourself each day in the mirror? And what I find is that, that there is this balance that, that we each need to live at. And that is, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in, in Matthew, um, where, where they ask Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? And it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And so I'm a firm believer in that one of the ways that we have to effectively love our neighbor is we do have to love ourselves, Because, you see, what can happen is if we have such a low self-esteem and if we, we always feel like we're not good enough and we're not enough, then I feel like what can actually happen is if, if that's our mindset, then we can actually focus on ourselves. Like, oh, woe is me. And, and I don't know, maybe I'm the only one that does this, but I know I'm not. But that can happen to me in my life. You know, I can be in a place where I'm, I'm thinking, man, I'm just not good enough, or I'm not enough, or I'm not strong enough, thin enough, handsome enough, good enough, whatever, enough. Um, and what can happen is, if that is at the forefront of my mind, then that means... I am focused on myself. I'm looking at myself. I am worrying about myself. And that is not walking in humility. So I know sometimes when we hear humility or meekness and we th- we think about not thinking more of ourselves than we should, it, th- you can definitely err on the to go the, the extreme of you think so lowly of yourself that you, you spend so much of your time thinking of yourself. I hope that makes sense to you. I hope I didn't just confuse you. And so what I find is we have to have this balance where I have to have the confidence, not in myself and my own abilities or what I can do or my own strength by any means, but I have to understand something is in my life, I have to understand that, that God created me. Okay. So I am a creation of God. I am a child of God. He knit me together wonderfully and fearfully in my mother's womb. I was born. I'm a miracle. And so I am worth something because God loves me. Because God gave his son to die for me, and so therefore, I am, I am worth something. And so what I have to understand is that I am valuable. I am one of God's children. I have been created by him, and so therefore, I do have worth in this life. So now, I, where I feel like that, that you, know, you can walk in that in, in a very healthy place, of course, where it becomes almost immediately unhealthy is when I start looking at myself as better 
than somebody else. When I look at someone else and say, well, at least I'm not as bad as they are, or at least I'm not as bad off as they are. At least I don't act like they do. So when I start comparing myself to others and I put myself above others and thinking I'm better than them, then, okay, I've blown gentleness, meekness, humility. I've, I've just blown it. Okay. So there's that balance that we find. I, I have to have confidence in myself to the point of realizing I am who I am because of Christ in me, the hope of glory, okay? So I have confidence in myself, not in my own ability, but in Christ that lives in me, in the Holy Spirit that lives in me, I have confidence. I am called by God to live a life that's fruitful and that is loving others and loving God. That's what he's called me to. He's called me to love him with everything I am and to love those around me with everything I am. That's why the very first of this series, you can go back and listen to it, my top three are love, joy, and peace, because I know if I walk in love, joy, and peace in my life with God, then I can have a good life, even if, if I'm going through difficult times, that gives me something so strong to hold on to with God as my anchor. So so understand that when we're walking in humility, know that you are a child of God, and you are called by God, but you're here to serve. And so... As I said, this this is a, a Greek word that was used nine times, especially if you're looking at the, the New King James and how it was used in the, the, that Greek word in the New King James Version. But when I think of the word humility, even though it's not the exact same word um, used here, it is another form or another word for humility. And that comes from Philippians 2. And so this this is one of my favorite verses because... You know, when I think about, you know, who is the greatest person to ever walk the face of the earth in the history of the world, then obviously that would be Jesus Christ. When when Jesus Christ came to this earth, he was born of a Virgin Mary. And, you know, here we are this when I'm recording this, we're just a, a few days away from Christmas when we celebrate the birth of Christ. And so there's lots of, you know, you can turn on the radio and hear Mary, did you know, you can hear all kinds of Christmas stories and you see nativities everywhere you look. So so there's, there's obviously it's a focus at the time of the, this recording about the birth of Christ and him being here as, as fully man and fully God. But so here, here, here we are. Perfect. He's perfect. Okay. Right. So Jesus Christ walking this earth. But when you look at Philippians two, three through 11, it really puts it into perspective. And I'm starting with verse three of Philippians two. It says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look only to your own interest, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Okay, now, now here it is. This is Christ Jesus. This is the perfect, the only one who, who lived this life fully and was perfect uh, without sin. And starting with verse 6. Though he was God, he did not think of equality of God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all names, that in the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. So here you are. Jesus Christ, he was the perfect man. He was without sin, but yet he did not, when he walked this earth as, as in the form of a man, he didn't cling to being equal to God, but he humbled himself. He walked in humility while on this earth. And so he is our perfect example. You know, you know, what would Jesus do? Do what Jesus did ever, what you might want to say there. But, 
basically, if we can look at it like that, to where if we can realize that I am a child of God, I am called by God, but at the same time, I'm not called of God so that I can be glorified, so that I can be lifted up, so that I can be this important person. Rather, I have been called to serve. I've been called to help others. I've been called to bless others. And so one of the key ways that I can do that is when I look at myself is, is walk in a spirit of gentleness and humility and realize that when I make these decisions, like, you know, this is a perfect time for me to really hold on to this because when I think of humility, you know, we're, we're going to hit this again next week with self-control, but when I think about humility and gentleness right now, man, I tell you, the drivers are always crazy here in East Tennessee where I live, but at Christmas time and the holiday times, I think they like, it's like bad drivers on steroids. I don't know. And so this is a perfect time for me to practice my gentleness and humility. And it, it was so funny. I, I had to, I drove to Knoxville the other day, which is a very busy city here in East Tennessee, about an hour away. And what was funny was I just had a massage, so I was super relaxed. And so I, I'm driving to Knoxville. It's it's kind of wet, rain, uh, rainy uh, weather. The holiday traffic is maxed out. People are driving like maniacs. And I was at such peace. I, I drove to Knoxville after being in such a relaxed state. I drove to Knoxville, and I had the least road rage that I can remember having in those in those particular situations in a very long time. And so what I thought was, you know, if I did this every day to where I would simply breathe, take in some deep breaths, exhale, and just breathe and approach life from a from a place of humility. Because let's face it, when I'm out here on the road, I can't do anything to change any of the other drivers on the road. And so if I have road rage, the only person I'm hurting is is myself. And so the best thing to do is to to drive in humility, to drive in gentleness and humility. And so I just encourage you today with this is when you're looking at a value to live by, look at gentleness specifically with humility and don't think of yourself higher than somebody else, but really look to the needs of others and put your place, put yourself in a place where you know who you are in Christ. But at the same time, you realize that you're here to serve. You realize you're here and you're, you're no better than anybody else. And, you know, I, I just got a, a, a t-shirt the other day that in it, on the front says, be kind on the back. It says, you have no idea what, what battles people uh, are fighting right now. And so to me, that's, that's a humble, that's a humble reminder of, you know, when I go through life and I, I am faced with a decision of how I'm going to treat someone else and how, especially how I'm going to respond to somebody else, especially if I feel like they did not respond to me well, then I have to, to pump the brakes long enough to realize, okay, wait, I have no idea what that person has been through. I have no idea what all things are influencing their decisions right now. So I need to walk in a place of gentleness, of humility, of, of being patient with them. And so walk in that humility. And so that's why this is such a great value. I think especially, like I said, at the time of this recording, it's, it's the holiday season when things can get hectic and stressful and, and it's, 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 it can be a very stressful time. I think this is a great time to hear this value of gentleness or humility and to, to walk out each day. So I encourage you this upcoming week, um, as you go through work, school, life, family, uh, get togethers, whatever it is that you're going through right now, look at it creatively of how can I walk through this, these situations right now, day to day in gentleness and humility. And by walking and putting myself in an attitude of humility, how is that then going to benefit others? How is that going to encourage others? How can I bless others? 
How can I serve others? And see if life isn't just better. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. And I'm not saying it's all going to be, you know, rainbows and unicorns. But <laughs> but basically, take a breath. Ask God to give you the, the strength to be humble and gentle. And see if life isn't better this week, this upcoming week. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up for now. And uh, we'll be wrapping up the, the, the ninth one next week. And... Um, in this series and then we'll we'll kind of tie it all together uh, probably the next couple of podcasts after that but thank you so much for listening and if this really encouraged you i encourage you to go ahead and share this with somebody else get the word out there because the goal here at the exceptional husband podcast is we really want to encourage men to be to be better men to be stronger men if you feel mediocre to average as a husband or a father we want to encourage you to be exceptional because, you know, why, why be average when exceptional really is an option, especially through God and with God. And so I just encourage you today, um, pass this along. Go ahead if you want to uh, jump on your favorite listening uh, app and, and leave me a review. Or uh, that, that helps, not not to pat myself on the back. You know, I did talk about humility today. But not to pat myself on the back, but it really does kind of help get the word out there. It helps you know, bring this, this podcast more to the forefront where more people can see it makes it a little bit easier for people to find. And so I just thank you so much for listening today and we will catch you next time on the exceptional husband podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the exceptional husband podcast. This episode has been brought to you by today for a better tomorrow life coaching. I sincerely hope you found encouragement and fresh ideas were sparked for you to grow more today. If you'd like more focused help in becoming an exceptional man, husband, and father, check out www.t4bt.us. That's t4bt.us. Click on the Book a Clarity Session button to schedule a conversation with me to see if personal coaching might be something for you. For this first call, I'll waive my usual fees just to get to know you better and see if we might be a good fit for me to help you on your journey. Once again, that's www.t4bt.us. Thanks again for listening, and remember, Yesterday is gone forever and tomorrow is out of reach. All you can change is today.